Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Parenting Team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be sincere gifts of ourselves to our kids in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. In this episode, we will discuss how we can talk about sexuality to our children from about 10 to 12 years of age. As with our previous episode, allow me to outline a few important principles to guide us in this mission. 1. Continue to build on our marriage so that our children can see and learn what true and mature sexual love is meant to be, and that sexual love must always be seen in the context of marital love. 2. We continue to affirm them in their innate goodness and beauty. 3. We continue to encourage open, honest, and loving communication with our kids. 4. At this stage, we would want to prepare them for the changes they can expect in puberty. 5. Continue to affirm the concept that being made in the image and likeness of God, we are meant to be gift to others and six remember always to pray and entrust our children to our lord so with these principles as our guide let us now outline how we can carry out the chats with our children in this age group one at this stage we can talk to them about puberty which they can expect to experience soon prepare them for the impending physical changes and even emotional changes that will take place in their development. For example, their genitals, their pubic hair, and so on. For girls, it will be good to prepare them for the onset of menstruation as part of the maturation process to prepare them for motherhood in future. So mothers can explain to them what it is and how they can be prepared for it so that they will not be shocked yeah, or unduly embarrassed when it happens. Fathers too have a role. We can explain to our daughters that as they develop their secondary sexual characteristics, such as the enlargement of their breasts and pelvis, guys may be attracted to those physical attributes. It, it will thus be important to continue to be modest in their dressing. To protect their dignity so that others will not be tempted to look upon them as objects to be lusted, but rather as persons to be respected and loved. Now, I'm not talking about covering them from head to toe, yeah, but what I'm saying is that there are many types of clothes out there that are fashionable and elegant at the same time, which can continue to bring out their beauty, which God has imbued them with. For boys, Fathers can explain that as their genitals develop in puberty, there may be times when they start experiencing wet dreams. This is a manifestation of their development as their bodies prepare for manhood, for fatherhood. It will be good to emphasize that all these developments are really meant to prepare them to be a gift to their wife in a life-giving way in future. This can also be a time when we teach them that it is not right to masturbate, right, to deliberately stimulate their genital organs in order to derive sexual pleasure, as the Catechism tells us. Their bodies are meant to be a special gift 
for their wives in future and should not be used in any way for selfish reasons. 2. It is also at this stage when sexual attraction to those of the opposite sex is likely to begin. I remember I started taking notice of girls from the age of about 9 years or so. Explain to them that crushes or feelings of infatuation are common, they will come, and the very normal parts of growing up. These are merely feelings which will come and go. So they should not act on them by pursuing serious one-on-one -on -one relationships right at this time. Neither should they be distracted from their work or other activities by these. As mentioned in an early episode on communication with and empathy for our children, it will be so interesting for them if we could even share with them the crushes we had when we were their age and how we handled them, um, maybe even mishandled them. Three. In all the developments mentioned above, place everything in the context of God's design. God's design for love, marriage, and sex. He made us that way to prepare us physically, emotionally, and spiritually to become good fathers and mothers in the future so that he can continue his work of creation with our cooperation through the love of husband and wife. And as we continue to help them prepare to be givers, Rather than grab us, it would be good to encourage them to help others, especially those in need, for example, their siblings, their friends, their neighbours, and also encourage them to practice acts of charity, such as saving money to donate to the less fortunate or helping them in other ways, what the church teaches as the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. Once again, we should be role models. Role models for them as we lead them in this journey. 4. Surveys have shown that it is in this age group, between 10 to 12 years of age, that many of our kids will be exposed to pornography in one way or another, accidentally or otherwise. So we will need to prepare them for this, which is almost a given in today's world. So continue to foster open, honest and non-confrontational communication at home. Encourage them to let us know should they accidentally come across any pornographic material. Should they come across such materials, they should guard their eyes, put these aside, and let us know. And when they do tell us, we are not going to respond with a don't you ever see that again, you hear? Instead, thank them for being so honest and being so open with us. Try to understand the circumstances in which this happened and then explore ways with them to see how they can avoid such incidents in future. They need to know we are on their side in this difficult journey and never ever against them. Of course, no method of avoidance is absolutely foolproof, yeah? But the idea is there, which is to journey together with them and not leave them alone to their devices. Of course, setting up filters and accountability software will help a great deal and we will explore these in a later series on navigating the digital world. 5. Continue to make use of teachable moments when these present themselves. For example, when watching movies together or when playing computer games and certain scenes pop up, sharing relevant newspaper articles with them, real-life examples that we see around us, and so on. Once again, and I cannot emphasize this enough, frequent short talks is the key, and continue to show openness to any queries and concerns they may have. 
Let them know you are there for them. You are available for them. But at the same time, give them their space. Sometimes they do need some quiet time to process some of their thoughts. But be assured, all right, deep inside them, they too would prefer that you are their sexuality educator rather than other sources outside of the home. It's just that we have to be seen as being for them, with them, and never against them. Finally, six. I'm sure we have read so many painful reports about sexual grooming and abuse of minors. So from very early childhood, encourage our children to let us know if they feel they've been touched or spoken to in an inappropriate manner, or even shown pornographic materials by others. This can only happen when our channel of communication with them is open, honest, and supportive, as mentioned before. And if they do bring up such incidents, let them know how glad we are that they raised it up to us. Thank them for bringing it up to our attention. Affirm them for doing so. And in a calm and loving tone, try to find out what actually happened. Then see how best to pursue the matter with the relevant authorities. Never ever put the blame on them or show your anger at them. Otherwise, they will just keep more things from us and become even more vulnerable. In fact, at such times, perhaps more than ever, they will need us to be there with them, by them, and for them. They need to know we love them no matter what and that we are really there when they need us. At this point, allow me to then summarize what we have shared so far. At the stage of 10 to 12 years of age, start preparing them for the changes to be expected in puberty. Two, sexual love should always be placed within the context of marital love and within the context of being gift. We are called to be givers, not grabbers, right? Three, we must continue to keep our channels of communication with them open, loving, and supportive. And finally, four, never forget to pray and even fast for our children. So perhaps for our reflection at the end of this episode, let us ask ourselves, how can I be a gift to my spouse and children in a way that will encourage my children to want to be gift to others as well? At the next episode, we will share about how we can talk about sexuality to children, um, teens, from the age of 13 years and upwards. Till then, take care and may God bless you and the family always. Goodbye.